Ladies and gentlemen, warning, spoilers ahead. Right, well that's not going to work, is it? Okay? Look at you and look at me and you know, you know that I'm sensitive about my size. Okay? And yet you embarrass me, you... <laughs> that's what I say to you. <laughs> okay? Now listen, you'll never get me up there on your own. So let's gather up a few more of the cats and we'll try again, shall we? Yep, okay, nice and good. Everybody ready in five, six, seven, and... McCavity! Puss in spats. I love it. Good evening, and welcome to television. G'day! Hello! Hello! Hey! hey. Whoa! I'm Wayne Stellini. And I'm Philip Hunting, and welcome to Fredwatch, where we view and review films, everything from the mainstream to the obscure. And welcome to another craptacular special where we review a movie so horrendous, it's begging for a Fredwatch discussion. Today's film is so epic, we've invited a few guest reviewers. Well, meow there, Jellicle Kendall. Oh, don't call me that. <laughs> <laughs> Meow, Jellicle Karsten. Hello, 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 meow. <laughs> and meow, Jellicle Fulia. Hi. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> meow, indeed. <laughs> and Wayne, what is today's craptacular film? Well, Philip, today we're reviewing one of the most infamously craptacular musicals of all time 2019's big screen adaptation of Cats. Please explain. After young feline Victoria, Francesca Hayward, is dropped in the streets of London by her owner in the middle of the night, she's introduced to a group of alley cats who call themselves the Jellicles. They take Victoria into their care and show her their world, which includes the annual Jellicle Ball, a ceremony where matriarch Old Deuteronomy, Judy Dench, will select one of the competing felines to go to the heaviside layer and be granted a new life. Adapted from Andrew Lloyd Webber's smash hit musical, itself based on the 1939 poetry collection Old Possum's Book of Practical Cats by T.S. Eliot, Cats became notorious as soon as its first trailer was released. Not even Universal Studios' reported $115 million global marketing campaign could save the film from poor box office returns. But Kendall, did you use up all of your nine lives sitting through Cats? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even know. Where to really begin? This is just a hot mess of a film <laughs> from start to finish. I just, it just, I just, I, I, I literally can't find the words. Like I was just, I don't know. I feel like for a stage production so high, in such high esteem as Lloyd Webber's Cats is, you think a film adaptation, especially done by Tom Hooper, mm -hmm. would actually be done with some justice and some gravitas and some, you know, care. But none of that seems to have taken place. Yeah, so this film was again, infamous. It had a reputation before any of us sat down to watch it. Yeah. So what was your initial thoughts going into this movie? Going in today, yeah, I look, my expectations were set very low, considering everything I'd heard on the internet or from friends that had already seen the film. I was, yeah. But then I was, I, I don't think I fully had prepared myself for how low <laughs> I should have set those expectations because it was just, yeah, it was just not an engaging 
piece and if i if i I feel like if we'd you know all watched it separately instead of as a group together Mm. it would not have been as an enjoyable experience not to say that this was enjoyable but it was nice (laughs) nice to not do it alone you know yeah just yeah just very disappointing and especially for a film that's had so much money poured into it too in terms of its production and then the marketing on top of that it's just so it seems like such a waste to come out with just this as a result Mm. yeah fulia had you heard much about cats or at least seen the images and did you have an idea of what this movie would be like uh i did see images and like clips here and there of the actual stage production itself uh when i heard that the film was going to be adapted from it i was thinking oh okay cool i'll actually get a chance to actually see the like see the what cats was all about Mm -hmm. and then i heard the reviews (laughs) And I was like, oh no. And then I saw pictures and videos. And as a a filmographer, videographer myself, I was not pleased with what I saw. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. How about you, uh, Kirsten? Your 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 thoughts based on I don't know, like, is this the sort of movie that can live up or live down to its reputation? Uh, Yeah. Look. I, as, you know, a musical lover, I'm, you know, I was thinking, you know what, you know, this would be, you know, be great. Like, they, in 1998, they released a, a film, mm-hmm. you know, of the stage performance. So I kind of thought it was going to be something similar to that, but maybe a bit more film sort of things. Yeah. Um, but because of, you know, the big lead up, or we even before the film was released, we were getting all this, um, you know, bad reviews from critics and just about the visual side of things more than anything. And now mm. it's been a big thing on social media. It's just, it's just a big joke, pretty yeah. much. So, you know, I'm quite proud of us for waiting so long to watch <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. We're sort of, it was just, I think it was all so out of fear that yes. we were like, you know what, this is so, we've heard it so bad. I don't know. I don't know if I could do it. I was, <laughs> I was a bit of a mix of excited <laughs> slash terrified to watch it. Because yeah. I just, we just haven't heard anything good yeah. about it. Yeah. I've only heard people say, oh, I've watched it a few times just because of the fact that it is so terrible. <laughs> um, there's a bit of the room kind yeah. of feel about it. But yeah, it's definitely, <laughs> it definitely lived up to the non-hype. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Phil, this was a movie that was kind of doomed before it even hit <laughs> the theatres. And once yep. it had hit cinema, everyone's expectations were sort of... <laughs> I don't know, the opposite of surpassed, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're just like, oh, okay. And it's been, you know, a year and a bit yep. since it was since it was released. So we've we've seen memes, we've seen images, we've <laughs> heard reviews, we've read them too. Uh, but sitting down, watching it for our review today, mate, mm-hmm. like, how did it compare to what you were expecting? So I've seen bits of Cats in the past. Mm-hmm. I actually only today realised that I would have seen, I have actually seen the 19... 19- 98 uh, movie mm-hmm. I was really young at the time so I didn't really click that's what it was etc etc and I've I've never seen a full stage adaptation as in mm-hmm. live but I've seen amateur theatre companies put on the songs yeah. or the bits of it and they'll dress up as cats and do all their shindigs this was worse than the most basic amateur high school rendition that I've ever seen. Right. This, and what really threw me 
is that I've never been a huge fan of Cats. I'm not a huge musical fan mm. to, to most things. Like, you know, I'm famous for not really liking Lemmy's yeah. when everyone else you know, <laughs> fawns over it. Us included. <laughs> we fawn. Um, but I came into it thinking, I'm going to hate the visuals. Mm. I'm going to hate the, you know, the, the fact that you've got non-singers singing, you know, a bit yeah. of a, a Russell Crowe sort of vibe. I thought all that, but I thought, but I remember liking the base story. Right. This made the base story dull. Yeah. Boring. I, the, it wasn't even, again, Kirsten, you, you referenced the room, but at least the room had a bit of that entertainment value of you never know what was around the next corner. You never knew yeah. what... All of a sudden, you know, they're on the roof yelling at someone for doing drugs. It's like, where the <laughs> hell did that come from? Absolutely. Whereas this was, okay, we've seen a new cat and you're now going to sing about that cat. Mm. I don't remember it being so dull. Mm. I, I can't... And I'm wondering if... The spectacle of the the dancing and the mm. theatre and theatres a bit more fast paced and it doesn't have all these ad libbed scenes in it yeah. has meant that the original show is just you're not you're not as worried about that because mm. it, it's more about what's in front of you the show in front of you as mm. opposed to all this drawn out mess that you're no longer engaged in the visuals therefore you're no longer engaged in the story yeah well i feel that pretty much what you were saying philip that the the magic and spectacle of seeing this this story this narrative unfold on stage right before you doesn't seem to translate well Mm. on screen and, and doesn't really do it at all for me i think one of the key reasons for that is its visuals and the way it looks aesthetically I can't help but be distracted by the visuals that it, you know, it's, it's okay to create this fantasy world because we love sci-fis, we love fantasies, we love, you know, musicals and for musicals, you, you can sort of go out there a little bit. You can push the boundaries yeah. of reality, but it still feels real in the world that they're presenting to you. This never, for me, felt like a real world, no. especially no. because they are cats in a human world. So yeah. we're supposed to relate. You're like, oh yes, it's a kitchen like how I have, yeah. and that's you know the, the street where I play at the you know at the end of a school day or something like that. Yeah. But none of it for me ever feels real. And the visuals was the thing that really jumped out to everyone yeah. once the first teasers and imagery hit. And famously, they were still updating the visual effects while the film was still in cinemas and mm. sending fresh prints and so forth. So bad. But nothing. It seems like they still haven't been able to yeah. do anything with it. I mean, even Rebel Wilson and James Corden made fun of it at the Oscars, it was, right? That was great. And that was, that's probably the greatest thing to come out of Cats. Yeah. Was that they were able to do this. Yeah. yeah. And but, they presented the bloody Best Visual Effects Oscar as well. <laughs> <laughs> Stressing like, that they know the importance of visual effects. Yeah. Absolutely. So they, ha- they had to go all out. Fully, what did you think about the visuals overall? There's a uh, lot to unpack with the visuals, yeah. let's be honest. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. There what... was a lot of distracting points. There was a lot of inconsistencies. Um, you know, scale was a huge factor in this film. Yeah. Number one for me. Yeah. Number that one issue. It was a very big issue for me as well. And just seeing like, there's a scene where one of the cats, I think it was Jason Derulo's cat that was going in and out of a cat flap. Mm. And on the inside, it was bigger than, like, 
it all, he almost had to try and push himself through. But then on the outside, it was actually bigger than him. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, that doesn't seem right. Perspective was not... It just wasn't thought out very well. Yeah, it wasn't no. accurate. Like, for, for me, it was when they were on that railway. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and Kendall, you pointed that out. The railway just was like, what are they doing? Yeah. Like, I wanted the train to come. Yeah. It would have been a big-ass train, too, let's yeah. be honest. They did a silhouette on the trains, they and did. I actually remember thinking it looked, kind of, to me, sort of a similar shot to... Um, Lion King when they're all walking. Right. Yeah, yeah. But Don't they were the all King. no, but they were all what I remember thinking was yeah, yeah. they're all the size of Timon. Yeah, yeah. So that it's the wrong height. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. They're all the size of a small meerkat, not yeah. a full grown cat. cat. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Like, cats aren't big, but they're bigger than that. Yeah. Carson, your overall thoughts about the visuals. Um yeah. So many thoughts about yeah. the visuals. <laughs> I felt as um the, you know the way I sort of said when you're going to watch a movie, you know, at home or at the cinema, it's meant to be an escape, mm. and like you sort of you sit down and you watch the thing, and you've it's everything else just sort of disappears. But because everything was so out of scale and every like the CGI was just not it was not consistent. It just yeah. seemed to go in and out. I just it took me it took me right out of it, mm, and I was yeah. just I couldn't get. In, I couldn't get engaged with the story. No. I, I lost myself. I just couldn't get into it, and mm-hmm. that's the fact that it was that it was so distracting. It took away any kind of emotion, like in the, yeah. with the song with memory. Like you couldn't you couldn't get into the, into the moment because there were so many things you were pointing out while it was happening. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it just it it's because that's meant to be an emotional song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just. There was just no emotion there at all. And yeah, it's really upsetting. There was one point talking about like how the fact that you, you do just sit there pointing things out. There was one point where um where we're all gas bagging about what you know, how bad it is, and Wade piped up and said, mm-hmm. Um, by the way, that was the they've just given us the plot, <laughs> yeah. the, the main plot, and I just turned around and said, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not in, it's like 10 minutes into this piece of shit. I'm not invested enough yeah. to care. <laughs> I was just glad that I looked up what the plot was before I watched this. I think I you need to. It. Well, I think you need to because it's true. It just sort of brushes by us yeah. so quickly. Yeah. But, I mean, what do we make of the story? Like, really? The It's very basic, I guess. Yeah. Simple. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fine. It's okay. If it's interesting. I guess. I'm sorry, what yeah. story? But essentially it <laughs> is. I mean, it's like, you know, I've summarised it at the top of the show, which is the whole point of it. And again, yeah. fine. Mm. But it's dragged out for almost two hours and most of the film is just introducing these cats mm. that may go to the heavy side. Yeah. Right? But that's really just the film. Mm. More than anything. Yes, you've got a bad guy who's trying to get rid of cats and <laughs> get rid of the competitors so that he can yeah. he can go there. But you just, I don't know. I, I never really feel the threat either. No. He's more of a nuisance than yeah. a genuine yeah. threat. Yeah, yeah. You know? so totally agree. There's no tension, I no. No. feel. Mm, yeah. I f- honestly believe, we were talking about this earlier, that it feels like the stage show itself, it's meant to be about the dancing and the mm. music. It's meant to be a 
artistic show yeah. that has a basic storyline sort of woven through it. And Andrew Lloyd Webber does that. I mean, Wayne, you were mm. saying earlier that um, Jesus Christ Superstar started off as an album, yeah. which I did not know. I thought it started as a stage show. Yeah. But it makes a lot of sense that Andrew Lloyd Webber's feel, he starts with the music, he mm. then moves on to the, well, let's dance to that, let's mm. get some movement going. And then goes, okay, what story can I put to this? Mm. Which is great for Broadway, which is great for theatre, mm. because you're not going there necessarily, especially if you know his style, if, if that's what it is. You're going there for the, the art. Mm. This, on film, you're not here for art. No one watches no. this sort of thing, this sort of blockbuster-esque theatre piece. For the art, they watch it for the story and the what's happening. Yeah, absolutely. And it definitely does seem like when the cats do break out into into dance, because let's face it, they sing from most of this mm. most of this yes. film, which again it's fine based on a musical, right? Yeah. But the the dancing doesn't seem to gel yeah. with it just seems like, okay, yeah, you've sung a song or whatever, yeah. but and yeah, you dance while you're singing, but then these dances just go on mm. and on and on. They do. And they yeah. wear sneakers. And they do wear randomly. sneakers yeah. or, or tap shoes. Yeah. yeah. High heels. Yes, yeah. why not? It's it's so weird because it's like, yes, we appreciate that if you're looking at the stage, yes, they're adults dressed in cats. Mm. But you know, if you look at any images from some of the stage versions, they still look good. Like they mm. actually, it's, it's, it's a less, it's, it's a, a less totally th- different feeling. Yeah, and yeah. it's a less is more, but you believe that they are cats. Exactly. So yeah. what I, I feel it is is that every now and then you'll see a show like I think Star Wars Episode One was mm. a great example of the CGI just being rotten. Yeah, he, he, he George Lucas focused far too much on the CGI. Oh no, but, no, Episode One was better than this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, but this is what I'm driving at. Yeah. is that well for starters this. Visuals. I mean, I made the the joke that I've seen better stuff on a PS2. Yeah. Um, but but that's sort of the problem that older films did better with their CGI. Yeah. But also, what I'm driving at that is is that yes, you you'll look at something on in Star Wars, for example, and go, oh, okay, that looks weird. That looks out of place. But you get that for a few seconds, and then the story kicks back in, and you're like, oh, okay, I can suspend my disbelief. Mm. Yeah. This you cannot. Cats with people in costumes, you can go, okay, I can suspend my disbelief. Mm. Yes, they're people in costumes, but this is them trying to make them look like cat people. Yeah. Mm. And it, you can't get rid of that. With hands. <laughs> with hands. And, yes. got really, oh. and yeah. the rendering <laughs> yeah. would almost change. I really want to know whether or not they are in done up in makeup and then have a layer of CG over the top Mm. because there are moments with the close-ups that they look like they're in makeup. Now, that's either really good rendering and then it unrenders later, at which point, why release your movie with unrendered CGI? Yeah, I I just don't understand why they just didn't do what they did on stage, but you know, maybe yeah, sure, put a bit more into it, but just go all costume and yeah. all all. Why is it right? I don't yeah. understand. Do you know what I would have much rather seen? Yeah. 
uh, Jim Henson Company brought in, and I don't yeah. mean Muppets. I mean oh. for them to do yeah. like animatronic oh, yeah. Uh, uh, ears. Yeah. And oh yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah, like the guys that work on Farscape. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Farscape. Um, yeah, even even to the point of Labyrinth, you know, even yeah. that would have been yeah. beautiful puppetry. Yeah, yeah. beautiful yeah. visuals Gorgeous. there. Yeah. So let me ask this one specifically for you, Julia, mm -hmm. and you'll understand why when I ask it. <laughs> if we leave the story, if we leave the music, if we even leave the numerous dance numbers, all the choreography as it is, but make it animated, would it have come together better because there wouldn't have been the distraction of the visuals we have? I reckon it would have been a lot better animated, to be honest. Mm -hmm. um, at least that way, we could have actually been drawn into the story better. Mm -hmm. um, and it'd be more believable. Yeah. We wouldn't be distracted. Mm -hmm. we'd, be, we'd be engaged. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And I, feel, and I feel like that's where this went wrong. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And I think even like, you know, whether it's kind of the, the computer animation mm. or traditional... 2D, um, yeah. which gosh would be, I think, exquisite for a, for oh, a, yeah. something like this. Imagine an old school hand drawn. Yeah. <sighs> or even even something like uh, what Leica does with like Coraline and right, yeah, um, yeah. Those, oh, those, those and not, stop not, animation, stop motion stop animation, motion, yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, that kind of stuff. Like yeah, that would, that would cool. be kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would have loved this as a manga, wouldn't you? Oh, <laughs> anime all the way. Yeah. Yeah, it would have worked very well as an anime. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, in terms of, of what we have, there's for me, there was so little to grab onto. That was the positive. Yeah. But, I mean, there's an assortment of characters here. Were there any characters that you are sort of grabbed onto or liked at all? Uh, liked only the one, and I think it's unanimous on the table, the magician. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, um, yeah Mr. Mistopheles is my favourite, I have to say. Yeah, yeah, me too. I like uh, Laurie Davidson's performance in it, actually. Mm. And I actually think he doesn't look that bad compared to everyone else. No, yeah, I, I agree. feel like he looks pretty good, but he, there's a lovely energy to his performance. I don't know, there's something mm. really sweet about the way he performs this role. He was the wrong. only character that had depth. The yes. only character that had more than just its one thing. Which, each of the cats seemed to have that their shtick. Yeah. That was the point of a lot of this, is that each cat had their own shtick. I'm the rail cat. I'm yeah. the magician cat. I'm the... Mistopheles had depth because, yeah, he's the magician cat, but... He can't do real magic, he can do tricks, and oh, what can I actually do? Whereas every other cat had, in a, even in McKellen's cat, was just, I'm an ex-actor. He just sounded like he was rattling on about his time on Lord of the Rings. <laughs> you know, how, oh, actors these days, they didn't have to train like we had to back in... And it's just yeah. like, okay... Okay, yeah, you're obviously given this role for a reason, yeah. but 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 it, 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 none of the other cats had any anything else other than their shtick. No. Yeah, and I think as well, like if we say, for example, want to compare uh, Mr. Mistopheles to, to Victoria, and she's our protagonist, right? Mm. We're seeing this whole world through her eyes. She's very two dimensional for me. Like mm. there was actually nothing about her that no. was overly likable. She, she's meant to be. The everyman character. Yeah, so absolutely. Yeah. It's like um, in The Last Samurai, mm. you have the American come in and, and become a samurai and all that because he's meant to be the, the mold, the clay, the very 
empty shell character for us to be able to see the movie and see this this Eastern culture through. Yeah. But even he had a story arc. Yeah. Where she's just sort of like, I wonder what sort of cat I'll be. Yeah. And we don't even really know by the end. It's just... She's a jellyful cat. She's a jellyful cat. (laughs) Like everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. We don't get her name. We don't get her, you know, anything about it. And I think that left a lot of the rest of the performers, the actors needing to step up and bring these characters which they then didn't yeah well i was gonna say like she's just you know there's there's just nothing to her at Mm. all so she's written so poorly and then the Mm. actress who's not even an actress by the way she's a ballerina yeah Mm. um, and she was hired to do that basically for this Mm. which is why she's here and you know and she's she's got an okay singing voice probably not for this and she's okay at acting, but not the self-insert character. Yeah. Like, she's too bland mm-hmm. for that. And, yeah, I don't even know if a good actor or performer could have saved... the Because the, the writing was just bad yeah. in that aspect. And then while, while we're talking about her as well, I know that the, the according to the play, the story, Victoria is a white cat. Yes. Francesca Hayward is a black ballerina. Right. So, there, I, there, I looked up online. There was a bit of whitewashing controversy I was not aware of because yeah. I, I, while we were watching the movie I was just you know flicking through flicking mm. through the cast and then I happened to scroll and see she's there and that she was black and I was like mm. oh I had no idea yeah. like yeah. I don't know if that's 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 not I mean that's not the you know I it, don't know what it's to an make interesting of that, choice but it's a very interesting yeah. choice I'm like yeah. I don't know I feel like yeah they hired her to do beautiful pirouettes and all of that and yeah. she looks great while doing it but yeah, she I just looks lovely. beautiful I just yeah. mm, but beyond, I, uh, but, beyond no. but also let's be honest in a movie like this where there's so many things going on mm. and a lot of the time contradicting <laughs> reality and its own world really mm. how many pirouettes are you going to see mm. uh, before you go okay honey move on like yeah. really yeah. I, mean, like, I, I said that I mean even yeah. I didn't even sort of wake up to the fact that that's part of that character yeah. and like um, yeah, because I had a bit of a read while we, you know, because of course we had to take some breaks. <laughs> Let's be real. While the movie was playing. Yeah, while the movie was going. Rest the eyes. Yeah. But like, yeah, and I was reading about it and I was like, oh, okay, well that explains that. And I'm thinking maybe I should, you know, watch you know, the original again mm-hmm. and, you know, see a stage show about it and just get a bit more of an understanding. But from the film side of things, again, it just didn't translate. The, no, it, it doesn't. It didn't quite the, work. Uh, part of the problem I felt was that a lot of the CG actually didn't. It hyper-extended a lot of limbs. Mm. Yes. So she'd do a pirouette, but it because they had to then translate it to the CG of the mm. cat, it actually brought the leg up out of it essentially she would have been out of her socket yeah Uh, incredibly flexible right and they're going for that as well but i do want to point out these cats are incredibly lively and energetic Mm. which is fine cats love to play yeah they do sleep a lot yeah (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean a single cat sleeping this entire time absolutely and there was a scene on a bed for god yes i know (laughs) um look Let's keep going with some of these performances. We need to talk about the woman, mm-hmm. the dame, 
<laughs> the one and only Judy Dench. Is the Queen allowed to uh, revoke? <laughs> oh, oh, my oh come on now! Like this movie no. is bad, but you can't she you can't revoke it. M. <laughs> I look. If anything, I'll put it down to, and I don't know if this is harsh, but I remember reading a couple of years ago that Dame Judy Dench was going blind and wasn't going to be able to read many scripts anymore. So I'm gonna mm. just right. put that out there. Mm. Maybe yeah. some kind of responsibility. Maybe. <laughs> she didn't know what she was getting into. No, but I do have to say, though, she gives it her all. As I think mm. you I said, think yeah, she does. Kind of, you said, you get, she's like, she doesn't just, you know, check it in or cash it in. She's like, no, no I'm going to do it. And yeah. I don't know if it's just because it's Judy Dench, but I'm like, I like seeing you. You yeah. look horrendous, but I like seeing yeah. you. Yeah, and, you know? and, and, and I'm sorry, and I said this while we were watching it, um, she should have been one of those actors that speaks, sings. Yes. Yeah. Instead of trying to sing. At the end especially, you felt. Especially, yeah. Yeah. That yeah. ending, that didn't want to oh, end. No, yeah. it's no. It was, it was, like, going. It was yeah. like Return of the King, just <laughs> yeah, except oh, not gosh. good. <laughs> so, I feel that for so Ian McKellen and Dame Judi Dench, I, I, they, you're right. They both gave it their all. Yeah. They, they still saw this as theatre, bringing yeah. theatre to the film. Yeah. So for them, it was a higher art form. Therefore, giving it their all. I honestly feel they did not expect to be portrayed like that. <laughs> no, this isn't the type of movie you sign up for. No. You know, that's how it's going to be. But, you know, the, the film also does have a main antagonist, Idris Elba, playing McCavity. Mm. Yes. Kirsten, your thoughts on... Uh, I really, to be to be honest, I didn't have many thoughts. I was, <laughs> no, just, I've, I've, just because of the fact so many characters, you know, because, you know, like we were saying about the magician cat... He mm. seemed to have something going on, and there was, yeah. more, you know, it was depth to his character. But yeah, to, you know, I don't know. I just didn't feel there was much in his character. No. I, don't, I couldn't. I didn't get much out of him. No, to be no. Honest. And I, again, I'm going to put it down to the writing because yeah. it, we all know Idris Elba can act. Yes, yes. and do you know what? Yeah. There, and I think any sort of appeal in McCavity is from the actor himself. Is from Idris Elba. Yeah. Like you know, there's this moment, and we all had a bit of a, a chuckle, and I think it was a genuine chuckle when he sort of catches his reflection and does this cheeky smile mm. I don't know I feel like that mm. is all Idris Elba mm. like that little moment yeah. works yeah. I, for me it worked anyway I thought yeah, oh, no, that's yeah. cute you know what I mean and that's kind of what you want from a villain as well who can who can be this sort of little charming nuisance I suppose but that's like what a one second, second yeah. in in a long yeah. movie, <laughs> yes. right? I mean, it doesn't even hit the two hour mark. But boy, does it feel like it. <laughs> yeah. No. Fulia, did you have much thoughts on McCavity? Uh, not really. He mm. yeah. didn't really strike me as the evil type. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just, like you said in the beginning, he's just a nuisance. Yeah. Pretty much, just an, an annoying cat that just. Wanted to be number one, pretty much. And I did not get anything from yeah. him. You could say you wanted to be top cat. Sorry. <laughs> you, are, you are not sorry. Uh, I will say for one thing, like, obviously Victoria, she stands out because she's our, our entry mm. into this world. Mm. Old Deuteronomy stands out because it's, you know, dang Judy Dench, right? We've got Mr. Mistopheles stands out because I love him and he mm. has to stand out. Yes, he's great. But everyone else seems to just really blend in because you're right. Mm. They have their moment. Let me show you who I am and how I relate and, you know, and why you should pick me to go to the, to the heavy side and so forth. So they all kind of merge into one. So mm. you're right. There isn't really much no. to stand them out. No. However, 
<laughs> the two cats that do stand out mm. are these partners in crimes. Jenny Any Dots, played by Rebel Wilson and Bustopher Jones by James Corden. They stand out, mm. but not for the right reasons. Yeah. And go. <laughs> so, first and foremost, I just want to throw out there that it wasn't until the end of the film that I actually realised that's what they were doing, that they were all trying to mm. win a place. Right. I actually did not get that until really near the end because of the film. you missed the part where they explained the plot film. And when I pointed it out, you, you said, said you I don't care. care. <laughs> and the thing is, I still don't. Um, and those, funnily enough, you're saying like James Corden's character stood out I, I beg to differ. I, I also actually, agree. Really? Yeah, I, I, don't, don't, I don't think... I, they were just so meh for me that I'm like... I was not offended either way by the presence because everything in this film yeah. was just on the same level of yeah. badness. Oh, no, this me. is interesting. I, don't, I wouldn't say that about um, Rebel Wilson. I'd say, yeah, her character went down. Oh, she, she was definitely worse but, than James Corden, but mm, yeah. Especially with the hype that we had for James Corden. I remember before this came out, it was, oh, James Corden's in it. Corden's really? In it. I I remember that. I me- no, I do. I remember hype for it. I remember him hyping oh, it on sorry. his show. Yeah, that's, I remember that's it unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I remember all this. Like, there's not just for him, obviously. No, but I, I do remember. But he was one of the names. Yeah, yeah. he was yeah. one yeah. of the names. On to, right? And then to see it and go, oh, okay, so he was a nothing sandwich. Mm. Rebel Wilson. Yeah, so I made the comment and got in trouble for saying it um, that I think she's the Nick Cage of the comedy world. (laughs) And I mean that by she does have some gems. She has some absolutely amazing roles. Mm -hmm. But because she seems to say yes to absolutely everything, Mm. she has now got a lovely list of hits and misses. Or it's more like, you know, the film she's being offered, they're just like... Just do Fat Amy. Yeah. Yeah. Just the same. Absolutely. Yeah. Just do the same. Just, and I think that's... Everything. Yeah, and that's I think... That's what that, they do to Nick Cage. Just, yeah. Just be Nick Cage. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a bees! I'm a vampire! I'm a vampire! <laughs> a, B, C, D... It's all on the same level. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I think for me, uh, the reason why I think uh, Rebel Wilson and James Corden stood out for me, and, and, and I'm, it's interesting that, that some of you disagree, is because of actually how bad they were. Right. And I think oh, for yeah, me it's yeah. because they're like, oh, you're funny people. Go on, be funny. Yeah. Deliver your one-liners. Like Rebel Wilson, who I actually do like as a performer, yeah, I, I like her, yeah. annoyed me in this. Yeah, I just felt yeah. totally like wasted. And it's like, go on, Rebel, do your thing. There's these stupid one-liners and puns as well. Yeah. Because, you know, cats are that self-aware. You know, it's fine. But there was just nothing in it for me. And yeah. I think it's because her introduction as well is where we get a lot of that disproportion in terms of the staging and so this is where you really see the ugliness of this movie because Mm. it's i believe the first brightly lit scene because it's indoors which means you get to see more of this shit um (laughs) you know and then because she's paired with james corden he is then for me by default standing out as well sure um i think his introduction is probably a bit more I don't know, there's a bit more fun to it, talking about how he loves to eat and so forth. And I don't know, I think that they've got good chemistry and they're a good team, 
but with really bad material. Mm. So, I don't know. That was just my feelings on them as a duo. It's not like I want to see them ever again together in another <laughs> movie. Don't get me wrong. But I see why they're paired together. Yeah. The problem is... The material is so bad, mm. they feed off that horrible energy yeah. and source material, so it just... It There's no elevation. No, it. it's hard. Yeah. I really want to know, because we, we've all been commenting this, mm. this idea of uh, bad material, bad uh, scripts, bad... Th- but the show ran mm-hmm. on Broadway, and what was it, Wayne, the longest running? For a while, it was the longest long running, running, yeah. So, obviously, the material is good the script is good no it, but it's the what they've done with the film like it's yeah, but that's what I mean. the one line but, said nothing but to this do with is, the show that's what I'm yeah. what, about to drive at mm. why mm. why did they add to it I hate 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 with a passion mm. yes I appreciate the artistic license I appreciate yeah. but when you're bringing something that worked mm. to another medium you need to lock that down yes. and be right this is the source material. Let's be as faithful as possible yeah. to yeah. the source or make, material. Or make, or make, if you're going to add something, make it count. Make it meaningful. Make it something that the fans, that, you know, because musical theatre fans are, <laughs> they, for <laughs> they are, they are vicious. Mm-hmm. And like, yes. Yeah. But like, but that's the thing. Like, you have to, you know, you have to. They, they. It's like as if they didn't put that into consideration. Exactly. And they just went, oh well, we'll just because these guys are funny, we'll throw in some funny one-liners. This is my point. Yeah, yeah, it just didn't make. It just did not work at all. And that's what, again, it brought you out again because you're like, especially for people that have seen Cats and love Cats, they're like. No, that's that's not it. Like yeah. that doesn't. That's disjointed. That's the scene isn't even in there. Like little bits and pieces. It just yeah. Yeah, and do you know what? I also feel like our expectations of musical theatre has changed mm. because I have before watching this film the first time. This is my second time watching this movie because I'm a glutton for punishment. Mm. Before I watching it, I did go and actually watch that recording of cats and I do have to say that for the most part it is good it is mm. definitely better looking it's mm. definitely better staged yes yeah. everything is better <laughs> like yeah. everything mm. right <laughs> but I do have to say though that I think the material itself doesn't quite sustain itself so okay. even in terms of stage productions that I've seen either live or recorded versions it isn't quite up there for me yeah. but still a million times better than this film because mm. you're right um, Carson they just mess around with it too much mm. and just again the visuals just mm. are, yeah. are distracting right I mean it's funny you can have these oversized set pieces and props on stage but in a huge blockbuster movie you can't get that right yeah now, was this done, again, Wayne, I think you mm-hmm. said earlier, this was done by the same guy who did Lemmy's? Yes, yes, it was. The irony is, this feels like it's gone down like a sequel would. Oh, okay. You know how Let's try to replicate it. Exactly, yeah. they've tried to replicate Lemmy's and what they did with Lemmy's and the success of Lemmy's. Mm-hmm. With cats, and then it failed miserably. Yeah, I felt that in the last scene when they're all at yeah. the end, when they're all just waving, waving at the, uh, the <laughs> yeah, because it was like almost the in a second they're going to start going. Do can you hear the people sing, singing the songs of anger? It's like just I felt that yeah. wanting to happen. It's like no. Listen, I was expecting red flags. Yeah. I was expecting, <laughs> and it really feels like it's hit that sequelitis mm-hmm. issue of. 
oh, well, we had this great big hit. Let's do everything but bigger with the same stuff. And it's failed miserably. And do you know what? I agree with you 100%. And there is a moment that tells me they're trying to replicate Lamy's. And it is the moment that has offended me the most. Tell it, Wayne. So in Lamy's, we've got this gorgeous scene where Anne Hathaway sings, mm. I dreamed a dream. Mm. It is full of beautiful emotion mm. and she's crying through it and it is absolutely stunning. So he tries to do the same thing here with Jennifer Hudson, right? <laughs> As Grizabella singing mm. Memory, the signature song of Cats and one of the most famous and performed and covered songs in musical theater anywhere in the world. It is so known, even if you don't know that it is from Cats, because it is so beautiful. Those lyrics are just gorgeous. For me, like the lyrics, touch me, it's so easy to leave me, is just one of the most heartbreaking lyrics like I've ever heard. And we listen to a lot of music, people, Mm. right? (laughs) (laughs) right the way uh tom hooper directs jennifer hudson to deliver this song is he's just trying to replicate what anne hathaway did she blubbers Mm. she like i don't even want to call it singing i don't know what you want to call it it's the way it's delivered is horrendous from a technical point of view because again i kept thinking back this movie kept me going back to my arts degree Mm. thinking about the singing lessons we had yeah because they constantly throughout the whole thing had points where i remember being pulled up or one of my classmates being pulled up for very basic issues that we shouldn't be doing at the university Mm. level blah 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 and (laughs) one of the things they kept doing was a thing called glotting right which is where you essentially cut the end of a word off yeah so instead of saying your it was your right sort of thing and it glottles at the back of your throat Mm. and it's a very colloquial thing that people do with accents Mm. and is great if you're trying to create something that is uh, more of a localized thing so um muriel's wedding they do a little bit of it Mm. because they're trying to get that ochre australian sort of sound you don't do that for a big uh, uh, musical. You wouldn't do it in Hamilton, even though it's a local American yeah. uh, uh, period piece. It's the type of musical that needs the lyrics to be heard, even though it's rap. Yeah, it's open mouth, not yeah back of the throat. But again, like I just think she just blubbers all mm. the way through it because it's this forced emotion. But in yeah. this movie, Grisabella does not own. No. Our sympathy does not earn our no. support. No. I don't care that she's blubbering. does absolutely nothing. Yeah. Now, the problem is because one of the reasons why this song is so you know loved and cherished is because it was originated by Elaine Page yes. on stage playing that. And if you've not seen the show of Cats, but you just see Elaine Page's performance of this song in isolation... Mm. It does so much more for you than this entire film you, does. Yeah, I agree. That explains why this show's been going on for so long. Absolutely. Just from yeah. that moment alone. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. She yeah. sings it perfectly. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And just and Elaine Page is like just the queen of musical theatre. Yes. She's like, oh. 
<laughs> right? Uh, and, you know, and we can see why in mm. performances like that. Mm. Now, I'm not expecting Jennifer Hudson to be as yeah. good as Elaine Page. No, I mean, no. like, you know, come on, that's a lot of years mm. and hard work and training yeah, on yeah. stage. It's yeah. putting your voice in a certain way. But this just goes the other end yeah. of the spectrum, mm. really. I mean, and it's a director's choice. I'm yeah. not going to just trash on Jennifer. No, here. no, it's a director's we know, choice. We all know she can sing. Absolutely, I mean, she. You know, she's an Oscar-winning actress as well. So mm. she's she's you know not a nobody but by any means. You do but... sit there sometimes and wonder why did they cast mm. that way? You know what I mean? Well, I don't know. I just I feel like Tom Hooper. If you know, he was probably just going for an actress that has that kind of voice that has that vibrato that kind of quivers in a way that should work well for someone who's being emotional but in this in this case it's just i don't know there's something about it that just doesn't gel and doesn't translate to us it just i don't know it's i think it's mainly because of the fact that they've cast singers that are pop singers Mm. rather than Mm. musical singers because as a musical singer you have a there's a different way of actually singing in plays and stuff like that even in disney animated musicals Mm. you can hear the difference in the way that they sing because they have to talk as well while they're singing throughout the song yeah whereas pop singers are just singing throughout it's just a song for them whereas this is they're telling a story and but they're doing it in a musical form. You're so right. If you think about a pop song, even pop songs that have emotion and leave you emotional, think someone like Adele, for example. Yeah. Even then, though, the emotion comes from the belting out and the mm-hmm. the, the the chord progressions. or yeah. It comes from the technical aspects that allow their emotion to come out. Whereas you're right, in theatre it needs to come from within. It needs yeah. to come from you've got that to, You've got to feel it first, yes. not, not, not get there to feel it. And not yeah. only yeah. that, a yeah. pop song, for example, yes, I appreciate it's a part of an album, but generally how they're released. You're listening to it in isolation as its own little mm. story, yeah. right? And you can mm. connect to it. But in a musical, all the songs have to relate somehow to one another, yeah. or at least to each characters, and move the action forward. Mm. And this is my number one problem with Cats in terms of the musical, and why I think even the stage version doesn't really hold up as mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. today, is because a majority of the songs is not about propelling the story forward, yeah. but it's about introducing characters yeah. that then do nothing, nothing. really once yeah. they've been introduced, yeah. right? Yeah, so I can see why something like Cats would appeal to, say, younger children as well, who have maybe short attention spans and (laughs) will change from one thing to another to another. So I can see that it does have merit, and I can appreciate, respect, and understand why it lasted so long Mm. on stage and why it will last forever. Mm. There will be revivals and and new seasons and so forth, and and so it should. It's fun enough. But as we've been saying and as we felt through the film, it just does not translate well because you you need more from film, right? You need more from a cinema experience mm. especially because on film you can do so much more than you can on stage mm. but yet this still feels limited yeah. by its own you know sense of purpose mm. whatever the purpose might be but yeah it just doesn't quite come together for me on in theater as well there's a different way the brain actually activates when watching film versus theater mm. and I, I don't know the science behind it i just know that it exists and the thing is that you can get away in theater with a little less story not that you should but no. you can <laughs> because it again it comes back to 
the experience, your your mind doesn't remember as much mm. about a theatre show, a, a stage show, as much as it takes on film. So your brain is wired easier to actually take film on and retain it. Mm. So you are watching this thing and going, yes, as you say, mm. yes, but what is this character? You, you're not doing anything yeah. with this character, whereas on stage you can get away with that because your brain's sort of forgotten what's happened yeah. and it's just keeping up with what's happening now and also especially if you're looking at one of the big theaters that you're in attendance that stage is huge oh, there's yeah. always something to look at and sometimes yeah. even if you're not looking at the at the main people who are performing you know you've got some interesting background characters doing yeah. something because everyone is always switched on yeah. whereas in film the director is telling you what you should be looking at right in the 1998 version, Kirsten, you were saying just before about how they had a bit of an Andrew Sisters thing going on. So, oh, well, in regards to Rebel Wilson's character, yeah. mm-hmm. so when they were, you know, because we were watching earlier a bit of a versus, you know, the original to this version that we we're watching. Um, yeah, they had the way that they set it up. It was very much of an Andrew Sisters music vibe yeah. to it. And all of a sudden, yeah. you, but then you're going back to Rebel's version, which mm. is. Rebel being rebel, basically. It just took yourself... Yeah, again, it took yourself out. Exactly. And and with that, what I want to point out with that is that, exactly as Wayne said, in that stage show version, you have these three cats in this sort of Andrew sisters Mm -hmm. singing, but then you have the cat that they're singing about come out and start dancing on stage. So you've got two points of focus and then Mm -hmm. whatever else is happening on the other side... Whereas on the camera, all we see is a mid-shot, whatever it is, mm. of Rebel Wilson rolling on the ground. Yeah. There's nothing else to draw our focus. Mm. That is what we are watching. Yeah. So if that's not engaging, nothing is. Yeah. Well, I think one thing about Cats, we can all agree, is it's bad, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And usually films that are bad tend to be forgotten about, but will become cult classics as time goes on. And mm. one could argue in the way that we move these days with churning out films and stories on the big screen and small, that you know, films almost become immediate cult classics. Is Cats a cult classic now or is it destined to be? It's a meme. It's a meme? It won't go past a meme? No. Nah. Yeah, Kendall, what do you think? Yeah, I'm, I, mean, I think if I had to choose, I'm probably more inclined to agree with Phil yeah. on, on that just because I don't like it. It's, it's, it's a different badness to say the room, mm. you know? It really is. Yeah. I mean, at least you could throw spoons at the screen during <laughs> yeah. the room. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, like you know, the room, those kinds of so bad, they're good movies mm. will become cult classics. Yeah. Because that's just, you know, you get enjoyment out of the fact of watching something that's so terrible. Mm. But this is just painful. Yeah. Like, mm. it's just an insult yeah. to mm. film, I think. Kirsten, what do you think? Cult classic stamped um, on it or not really? I really hope not. I do. <laughs> I do. I do. Although I am sort of worried, I am sort of thinking it might be one of those films that people yeah. go, look, it's so bad, but we just, we can't stop watching. I'm mm. really, I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm going to do no. that, but I have a feeling, because I know, I know a lot of people that, are talking about it and yeah. they're like oh it's terrible but I've seen it a hundred times mm-hmm. and it's really? I don't know how they've done that but <laughs> I'm, yeah again I don't agree with it 
God, no, I don't think I'm going to watch it after today. But <laughs> I feel that I think it will become one of those things. It's like it's so bad to people, but they're saying it's good in a bad way. I've mm. like, and I agree that it is a meme. It's going to be yeah. one of those things. But I think it very might possibly be one of those ones that people oh, are going to be playing. And I don't agree with it. <laughs> I'm just saying. For other people, people seem to enjoy the badness of the whole mess. It's a hot mess. Yes. Fulia, do you think it's going to be a cult classic if it isn't already? No, I don't think so. I don't see this being put on at the cinemas, like Cinema Nova or something like that, like the room would be. Yeah. I hope to never see this again, <laughs> is sort of where my thought's going, because it is absolutely terrible. And I hope. That in the future, no one ever speaks of it. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Phil, go ahead. Yeah, for me, just sort of piggybacking on all that is the real difference, defining difference. And again, we keep, we use the room. It's a perfect example. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The room always has something happening. Yes, it's bad. Yes, the, the... the, the visuals are bad and the, the story is bad, but there's always something going on. And that's what is enjoyable that it's like how do you get from throwing a football to a guy with a gun on the roof with drugs (laughs) to padding hello doggy (laughs) (laughs) but i didn't recognize you there (laughs) it's not a boring film no No. it's weird it's dumb it's stupid but it's never boring Boring, cats is Boring. Mm. It is not yeah. enjoyable. I think maybe the people that are saying they've seen it a hundred times were fans of Cats to begin with, maybe. Mm, maybe. Or maybe they've watched it over and over to try to be like, but why? There's that little bit of morbid curiosity of, but why would you do this? Mm. But I can't see like that they're, they're looking. They're looking for the reason. Yes. That's yeah. it. Yeah. But I can't see that enjuring. I yeah. see it memeing for a long time. Yeah. I see it being a gifts and being a, 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 a reference point. You know, the trolls t- uh, attacking it left, right and centre will go on for a long time now. Mm. I just can't see people, like you say, Philia, going to the cinema to... Again, I want to be clear. I don't agree. <laughs> no, 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 no. I want to be clear. All right. Kirsten, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump in because I feel like... <laughs> I feel like you're feeling a little attacked. I'm feeling very attacked. <laughs> because I, I want to say that I actually agree that it will have a long life on the internet as a meme and as mm. gifts as well. Because there's just so much you can pull out of here yes. just to insult somebody else. I actually think, though, in terms of the cult classic realm, I think it does actually have legs. And I actually think it will be a cult classic if it hasn't already started to develop already, Mm. but it's going to be incredibly slow and long. Whereas, for example, The Room, once word got out about it, once, you know, the book was published and then more attention became known because of the disaster artist, it just got so embraced, right? But it also then had the supporting material and reputation Mm. and memes to support it. Mm. Whereas I feel like Cats was already a meme before it was released because of how bad it looked. Very true. So I feel like that Cats will always be embraced by musical theatre students Mm. (laughs) more than anything else. Oh, Fulia, it's interesting that you say about you don't necessarily know if they'll have screenings of it. I'm sensing midnight screenings down the track. Not as frequent as The Room. I mean, it plays in Melbourne, I think, once a week, Mm. right, in in cinemas, which is 
amazing. <laughs> really, it's amazing. I feel like it will get there. So, Kirsten, like you, I do not endorse yep. it. I'm yes. just calling we'll it like I see it, right? Yeah. I do wonder, the, the only way I could agree with that mm. is if it's one of those you have to see it once movies. I, I feel like it could yeah. be that because mm. it is so bad. And I think even for people who love film and cinema mm. and who love the genre of musicals, for example, and maybe who just love uh, you know, visual effects, for example, mm. I think it is going to be one of those you have to see it at least once. But even then, Phil, I reckon people who do will just see scenes yeah, and yeah. not sit through the whole thing because, let's face it, you know, 10, 15 minutes, which is when everyone's attention started to drift, mm. right? Um, a bit... <laughs> earlier for you, my friend, Philip. Um, but it's kind of like, if you see a small portion, you get an idea of the whole whole film. But I feel like it will find an audience eventually. But it's going to take a while, yeah. right? <laughs> audience, once you've found the film and you're listening to us, hi. <laughs> so before we go to our final thoughts and, and, and wrap our discussion up, we've been talking about another craptacular movie a lot that comes up, and that is Tommy Wiseau's The Room. So this is our second craptacular special. <laughs> so we've got two craptacular movies. The Room versus Cats. Uh-huh. Which is our preferred craptacular movie, Philip? Uh, the Room. Kendall. Okay, do you mean like which one is worse or which one would you prefer to watch again if you had to choose? Well, I'm going to say prefer to watch again because I mean there is a tacular in craptacular <laughs> true true uh no give me the room any day yes Kirsten. the room fulia the room <laughs> that's a lot from fulia yeah. yeah mind you anyone who's listened to our wonderful review of the room will remember that fulia gave it the highest score yeah. <laughs> actually no that's true that's true she had a crush on someone though that's why yeah. <laughs> hello but since then i've watched it a second time and i Wish I could give it a lower score. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, for the record, I also agree. I think The Room is a better movie in yeah. terms of the craptacularness of it. And one thing I think that really points it out is that we all watched The Room together. We just had so much more fun watching yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, you know, th- this time around, we sort of moaned and groaned a little bit and mm. got disengaged. Whereas even mm. with The Room, if uh, you know we weren't that engaged at certain points, we came back to it and yeah. had a bit of a laugh. So it's definitely so bad it's good. Whereas I think Cats is just so bad, it's bad. Yeah. So really, uh, it'll be interesting to see if we ever sit down and, and watch it again together, if our opinion will change, or if we just need alcohol. I think that's the thing. <laughs> oh, I would yes. love to play a drinking game. Yes. 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 <laughs> Take a shot when they say jellicle. Um, yes. <laughs> Take a shot whenever there should be a butthole. <laughs> when you see a human hand. When you yes. see a human yes. hand. <laughs> and when you see Judy Dench's ring, skull the rest of the <laughs> So... Fulia, time of the podcast, your final thoughts and a score out of five. I hope that the next time I do watch this, I am drunk. Um, <laughs> yeah. I just, I, I'm, especially for someone who really looks into how well visual effects are and CGI are done in films. And I love seeing behind the scenes on how it's done and all that sort of thing. I don't know whether I want to actually see the behind the scenes to this because <laughs> you can tell how bad it is. I'm just going to go and say zero right. out of five. I just did not, it just did not keep me engaged from start to finish at all. And just visually, it was not appealing at all. Kirsten. Yeah. 
final thoughts. We didn't even get to Taylor Swift, but I suppose we don't really want to talk about her anyway. No. Her character is actually meant to be a sexy, um, seductive, thing, and I did not feel that. No. Just wanted to put that out there. But yeah, zero. I can't. I can't even talk about it anymore. I'm, I'm emotionally spent. <laughs> <laughs> Kendall, my dear. Ah, oh, yes. It's a meme come true, isn't it? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, look, in the first two minutes, I was already complaining about the bad rendering mm-hmm. of this uh, CGI. I just I just cannot believe in this day and age we're watching a film that's, you know, shot mostly on green screen using visual effects mm-hmm. and it's this disjointed. It's this like you feel you saying it's better on the PS2 mm. is such a great example. Like there is there are so many other types of effects that have aged so much better than this, mm. and it just really still begs the question like why didn't they go practical? Why mm. didn't they just fully you know Pixar style, Leica style, whatever animate it? Mm. Um, and I've been you know saying that <laughs> for for months and just wishing trying to wish it into fruition. I think mm. just because I feel like this film had a lot of potential. In terms of the story, I think that maybe because it's such a, you know, <laughs> it's a, it's a song-heavy musical where mm. there's barely any kind of dialogue between songs, there's barely any story to string the songs together, you know, each song is an introduction of a character. Part of me wonders whether they could have trimmed some of the songs down or even gotten rid of certain songs and kind of written more of a plot, more of a story to mm. try and develop these characters a bit more, give mm. them a bit more weight so that when Grizabella, regardless of how Jennifer Hudson's delivery is or the direction by Tom Hooper, you are still kind of with her and feeling, you know, what she's feeling. And it's just, that's that's a song that's supposed to mean something. Yeah. And it just didn't hit at all. It's so many things they tried, it just did not... Nothing hit, nothing stuck. Um, and it's just, you know, it's just disappointing. And especially for, for me, this being my first experience of cats mm. in general is just, it's, you know, just very disappointing. So, yeah, a zero out of five for me. Yeah. Philip? For me, it really, there is nothing redeemable about it. You can't, mm. you can't even... Say, so, oh, well, at least they did, or at least they... There is nothing to me, even Magic Cats mm. <laughs> does not redeem this uh, as hard as he tried. Again, going back to my comments about the PS2, like, yeah, there's a bit of a joke, but to be honest, and this is not hyperbole at all, I was thinking the entire time there are games on my Xbox 360, which is an older generation uh, console, that run graphics better than this. For example, um, Grand Theft Auto V has actual better graphics, and that is on a 16-year-old console. Wow. So... How has this movie in 2019 managed to look worse than 16-year-old technology? That is what really annoys... It actually angers me. Yeah, yeah, me too. That they could bring that out for the cost that they Mm. spent on it Mm -hmm. and expect us to go, Oh, yes, you're wonderful. How great performers and artists and directors and cinema photographers and everything you are that's what they wanted from us 
and how can you give us that and expect that? And and for me, the the thing that makes me go the most, you know, that they wanted us to give them praise and stuff is the fact that they kept re-editing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, if you were just after a cash grab, if you were just after a, you know, oh, well, whatever, you know, sort of thing, then you just release it, get the bad reviews and go, oh, well, next project. Yeah. They kept trying, trying to, to fix, fix it. it, which means, A, someone cared, mm. B, they wanted our money, and that... That angers me. That actually makes me angry that it's like, you think that was good enough. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, you know, I feel like, I do agree with you. I feel like that Tom Hooper does care about this movie, right? He cared about this project because regardless of the outcome, Mm. no one goes into a movie going, how am I going to make a piece of shit that's going to make me a laughing stock and destroy all of these careers and and whatnot? Like, no one goes in with that Mm. intention. But you're right, though. There's something a bit anger-inducing. It's insulting. Yes, insulting is a much better word, yes. Insulting about that's the work you hand in. Now, I appreciate you get pressures from studios and so forth, but that's even worse. Like studios, how arrogant are you, right, to do that? Mm. So I agree with you. And to to piggyback on that slightly, we then had Sonic. Mm -hmm. Now... They brought out these trailers and these things that looked absolutely... This Sonic that looked absolutely horrendous. The public said so. We said so about cats as well when we were seeing the trailers. And yet the people that made Sonic went, You know what? We hear you. We're going to try to fix this. Because you're the ones paying to see this movie. You're paying to see this movie. And they brought it... I've not yet to see Sonic, but I have heard it's it's a good movie. Yeah, Uh, yeah. it's very good. they saved it. They fixed it. Mm. Now, again, I'm not saying that it would have been easy. Mm. But if you truly care about... And I do think it's the producers Mm. more so than, obviously, the director... But if you truly care about your work and you've got everyone sitting there saying how horrible it looks, maybe you need to sit back and go, hmm, maybe I need to store this release for another few months, get out. Yeah. Get our team on to it and make the cats look more like cats. And like, yeah. didn't, they, didn't they test screen this? Like, yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. I, I'm always a bit funny about test screening, but yeah. the fact of the matter is the response that you got wasn't just people jumping on some sort of bandwagon or just being trolls or anything. No, no. It was legitimate. There is no one. There is no one in their right mind who said, oh, they look good. Yeah, Like, no one. And because of that, I would definitely give a zero. I would deduct negative points if I could. (laughs) We don't do that on this show, but 100% zero would never have a redemption on that. Yeah. Well, for me, in terms of cats, I can draw positives out of the film believe it or not some of the songs are really catchy and really good I was yeah. tapping my toes at, at at some of them as well and I think the the highlight of it is some of the musical numbers not all of them however I can't credit the film for that because no. it yes. comes from a musical yes. it's was that hard work was already done mm-hmm. right so the film doesn't get points for that no. and because it doesn't get points for that I can't really give it points for anything else <laughs> no. because exactly. the aesthetics are so distracting mm. this is a really ugly looking movie mm. and it's a shame because you've got so much creativity that you can play with when you're dealing about a world 
surrounding cats and there's magic and all of these wonderful things. And I do have to give a shout out to Laurie Davidson as Mr. Mistopheles. Yes. He elevates this movie for me to a zero out of five. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for suffering with us. (laughs) (laughs) This craptacular special. Phil, there's a lot of crap movies out there. So... Anything goes, anything goes. And, you know, unfortunately, that list is growing. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Kendall, Coast and Fulia, thank you so much for joining Philip. Thank you. Thank you. And myself, Fred Watch. Yes, thank you. We couldn't have done it without you, could we, Phil? No, certainly not. We could not have gotten through this (laughs) without. Yes. And thanks for listening as well to our craptacular special, Cats from 2019. I've been a Philip Hunting. I've been a Kendall Richardson. I've been a Kirsten Shanahan. I've been a Fulia Kantaramaju. And I've been a Wayne Stellini. And And you've just experienced Fred Watch. Watch. Cue music. I don't want to sing because... (laughs) (laughs) The the music's dead. Music is dead. Art is dead. Art is a lie and we all end up in a shallow... We'll end up in a... I wish I could erase the memories of seeing this movie for the rest of my life. Nothing more to say than that. (laughs) And see. Guys who did the ferals just made it. Oh my god! Yeah. I wanted Medigliano in the oh later on. Oh, this is Medigliano singing memory. <laughs> memories! <laughs> memories! Blooper reel! Been a while since we've been <clears throat> in the same room. Oh, I know, man. We can actually get the hellos correct. Yeah. You would think so. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate. So, whenever you're ready. G'day. Hello. Hello. Hey. hey. Whoa. I'm Wayne Stellini. And I'm a Philip Hunting, and welcome to Fred Watch, where we view and review things. Ah. Meow. Meow, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of some Catwoman jokes. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Or maybe don't. How about hell here? I mean, it works. Oh, we'll just jump in. Yeah, just jump in. I was wondering if there was going to be a... No, that's all right, mate. Intros are done, yeah. Yeah. And Wayne, what is today's crap tap... Today's it is today's, yep. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it is today's, yeah. They take Victoria into their care and show her their world, which includes the annual Jellicle Ball. A ceremony where matriarch Old Deuteron... Oh, I fucking knew it. No. <laughs> Deuter- How do you say it? Deuteronomy. Deuteron- Deuteron- Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy. I love that. I was saying it perfectly during the movie. Mm. <laughs> Always the way. <clears throat> yes, you've got a bad guy who's trying to get rid of people. You know, people. Get rid of cats. I feel that... For Sir Ian McKellen and Dame Judi Dench, 
I agree. They, you're right. They both gave it their all. Yeah. They, and they did. I mean, what, <laughs> what I think it is, is this again makes me feel that everyone on set was dressed up and painted up as cats. Mm. I'm, I'm because, yeah, please Google it. Because if not, then it. But my point is that they're both theatre trained mm. actors who yeah. uh, feel. Theatre is a higher art form than film. They have always said that. They have always believed that. Mm. And so, they... Oh, no. What are we looking at? We're looking... I'm just showing everyone pictures of uh, Rebel Wilson and Dame Judi Dench and Sarah McKellen. So, really, everyone... Before post-production. So, everyone is in green spandex. Yeah. So, sorry to burst your bubble. So, yes, the CGI is that horrible. Is that horrible, yeah. Mm. But, still goes to stand that they still saw this as... Theater, bringing yeah. theater to the film. Instead of saying your, it was your, right, sort of thing, and it glottles at the back of your throat, mm-hmm. and it's a very colloquial. Th- co- <laughs> it's a very colloquial. What's that word? Colloquial. 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 And also, especially if you're looking at you know one of the big theaters mm. that that, you, that you're. If you're looking at one of the big theaters that you're in attendance, which is our, I feel like I know the answer, but which is our preferred crap, ta- crap cats from 2019. I've been a Philip Hunting. Oh shit, I didn't put the girls in. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, I did. I, I, no, but that's why I thought you were doing the. Yeah, the, yeah. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. Well, the girls need to sign off now. <laughs> but you know. Oh, do you know why? Because I was I just pointed really rudely last time. So I'll just do that again. Okay. Um, we'll go in the. We'll just go in the order that I generally introduce. Yeah. We'll go Kendall Kirsten for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as a sign-offs. Yeah, yeah, cool. Phil, the lead into that was perfect. So just go again with I've been Phil Hunting Cat. Cat got your tongue.